Shalom. Welcome to Exercising Your Faith podcast. As you already know, I'm your co-host, Anita Armstrong. Our bi-weekly messages are brought to you by our host, Mr. Lois Terrell. Together, we make a dynamic team. I call us um, the dynamic duo. And she sends pre-recorded messages from Tennessee. I live here in Texas. And God allows us to work together like glue to present to you the episodes that he has for you each week. This is all about God. This is all about God and what he has for each and every one of us. And all I want to do is make sure that we are on task, on point, on focus. We are in the almost the middle of July now in 2022, and the year is flying by. So I pray that you are doing everything that you set out to do at the beginning of this year. I always say, go back and do a little um, New Year's resolution check, goal check, all that good stuff, vision board check, and just kind of look at what you planned and see where you actually are standing. And another thing I want to mention is it's hot. It is so hot. In Texas, we are sitting at about 106 degrees at this very moment. Let me get 106 and our average is about 104 degrees for the last seven days so if you are somewhere where your degrees is 80 89 88 and below i that that sounds like a wonderful place to be enjoy that temperature it looks like we are texas is in a drought so we'll be experiencing these temperatures for several more days pray for rain pray for rain i am praying for rain just to cool things down just a little bit amen I want to share some comments that came in this week real quick with you over they both were pertaining to our last message that we were sharing about the change up let me see if i'm in the right spot all right this message is from a lady uh in kempner kempner texas and she says yes i am catching on to and focusing on the change up that god is throwing in my life And then she put in parentheses, the reference of baseball. And she put a happy face and praise God. That's what she said. Amen. So she is saying that the change up, she is definitely catching on to it and looking at what God is putting in front of her. We have another message. I'm not sure or a comment. I'm not sure where this came from. And it says, I received from, let let me see this. This was Miss Terrell. She said that she received this message earlier in the day the same day that i let her know that we received that message and she says all the 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 sender says all i can do is scream you bless me to the point that my chest hurt change up three was totally for me oh my god i am speechless praise god amen and so each time that we do messages or even if you just have a comment or a question you are more than welcome to share and let us know if we are able to share it. I, I think sharing is encouraging to other people. The change up message definitely has one of the, the higher ratings as far as listening. Our main one was the very first one. It, that was the, the one so far it is the, the most listened to episode. So go back and look in the library and see what messages resonate in your spirit more and listen to them again. I listen to all the messages several times and I drive a lot and I travel a lot and it's just really quick to pop in and listen. Most of our messages are, I would say 27 minutes less. Sometimes they go longer. That's just what God does, amen. 
All right, so we're going to move into our message for today, which is called Go Anyway. And this message is brought to you from our host, Miss DeLois Terrell. Family, I am grateful to be back. I'm excited about the word that I'm going to bring forth today. Hope you all are ready to receive it. Hope it resonates with you and hope it gives you some type of guidance and direction. And today, I'm going to title this one, Go Anyway. And the reason I say that is because I had made plans to go out of town for one or two days. I chose one day, and I was going back to Mississippi, where I'm originally from, where I was born, to visit family, and to um, have a cookout and celebrate life and memorialize one of my cousins. So, before I left, it was like one thing after another after another happened. And a lot of times, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, you'll be like, well, God, is that you telling me I don't need to go? You, know, you seek out and tell people what's going on. And like, no, you might, there might be God trying to tell you something. And one thing that occurred was my tire pressure. I went to get gas and fill up my car and got me some breakfast prior to me leaving. And I noticed that when I pulled out of the gas station, my tire pressure had decreased. And I'm like, it was down by four, then it went to six, then it went to four, the pressure that was um, changing. And I'm thinking, well, it's inflating itself. So, and I'm thinking, well, it's not wintertime. So, normally when you have a um, computerized um, system that tells you about your tires, it's normally winter when the when it fluctuates. I said, well, maybe since it's so hot, like, you know, it's been so hot lately, maybe that's causing the fluctuation anyway. So I stopped at um, a local station that service cars. It's a facility that service cars. And I asked them to check my pressure to actually give me a little bit more air in there. And my car was reading the right back tire but I was seeing what I wanted to see so when I got to the service guy and I asked him to put tire in it I said it's the front, it's the front right tire so he put air in it and I said I'm so sorry when I got back in the car I saw it was a back tire I said I'm sorry it was a back tire so he put air in there and he said no problem I said okay thank you so I left and what I want to tell you all today the reason I said go anyway is because I'm thinking I'm getting ready to get on the road I'm getting all these mixed signals. I got things that happened that I wasn't expecting to happen. I got all these obstacles that are just coming up at the last minute that I wasn't prepared for. So I talked to a couple people on the phone. They said, well, you know, it may be a nail in the tire. You may want to go take it and put, having to put it on a rack and get it checked. I thought you may want to take it to the dealership and let them look at it. And it just came to me. And I'm like, is this God telling me to stay? Is it God telling me to go? And I recalled a couple of weeks ago, someone sent me a text and it was speaking about 2 Timothy 1 and 7, where it states, and this is the English Standard Version, the ESV, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And the reason I say that is because I'm like, 
it came back to me. It's like, you know, God didn't give you the spirit of fear. So why are you being afraid? And I said, if you're hearing from God, he will be sure to make sure you understand that this is not the time. But sometimes things present themselves because it's something that you're going to get on the other side that the enemy don't want you to have. And I was taking this trip alone. Initially, it's supposed to have been three of us and then someone else in another car. So long story short, it ended up being two of us. And the second person was my grandson. This was the first for us of taking a road trip together. And I'm having to realize, you know, it may be some unexpected stops, some inconveniences. You know, you may cry out for a snack or whatever, or just not tired of being in the car seat. But when I tell you that God showed up and I could see the reason why I went ahead when I was thinking I was supposed to stay, but when I thought about God's word of, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, like I said, ESV, I'm like, go anyway. And I prayed for traveling grace. I prayed vehicle. I said I was going to go like 45 minutes from home. I said if the tire deflated, I was going to come back and just don't go. But at least I know I attempted it. So my message that I want to get to you all is go anyway because when I went to church on yesterday to my home church, I was really ministered to. And before I get to that part, I want to tell you some things that mean a lot to me but they didn't happen. Like I normally want to have my hair done, my nails polished and shaped. And I was like, I don't have my hair done. I don't have my nails polished. I said, um, I'm comfortable, but I had to realize the reason why I was going. See, sometimes God is going to send you into a place that you're not going to be prepared. Because when he comes back for us, if you're not already ready, he don't have time for you to get prepped or prepare for him to come. You're supposed to be ready and waiting to receive him. Not him waiting for you to get ready to receive him. He's just going to give you a few minutes to get yourself together. That's not happening. So I'm getting ready to go to the verses that the minister preached out of on yesterday when I went to church. That was Sunday. Now today's Monday. He was preaching out of Hebrews 5 11 through 14 verses. And it speaks of this. About this we have much to say and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For thou by this time I'm sorry For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Now focus on that. For those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Now I'm telling you about all these obstacles that come in my way to 
give me a reason why not to go. It was even raining outside. I'm like, well, I don't like really traveling in the rain. But at the end of the day, I had to go get that word from my home church. Because, see, when you have gotten off of milk, when you're starting to eat solid food, when you're able to discern what God is telling you to distinguish good from evil, See, you have been trained. I have advanced. So by me knowing that I wasn't on milk, and I have to look at things in other ways, not always take the easy way out or accept the obstacles as a reason that God may be speaking to me because just like God want me to get a word, the enemy don't want me to get that word. So basically, when I went anyway, I was able to get a word from God. It was able to allow me to know that the Lord, you're not on milk anymore. You're able to know that you're eating solid food. You can hear God's voice more. You can tell others about things that God is putting in your spirit because he's speaking through you. I was awakened at 2.30 in the morning on Monday morning deliver this message and I've told you all before when God wakes me up in the morning I'm like God what are you trying to put in my spirit and he was basically telling me the Lord you wanted your hair done you wanted your nails done you went off and left some of your jewelry that you like to have when you accent your outfits he said you want to have all these things in place which is fine but it wasn't necessary I had to make a choice if I wanted to go seek God's word for the building up of the kingdom and to glorify him or did I want to go in there and present myself as I'm all together and don't take the word don't go to church I chose to go to church as I was get the word see what was being spoken to me and deal with the consequences See, when you have a desire to hear from God, to participate with God, to allow God to be over you and allow him to rule over your life, a lot of things that normally wouldn't matter, it doesn't matter anymore. Because there's going to be a time you're going to be put into an awkward position. You may be put in an awkward area. You may be put into an awkward space, an awkward crowd. See, you got to go ahead and teach about the righteousness even when you don't even think you need to so you can't teach it if you're not acquainted with what the righteous say so yes you may have started on milk yes you may not be all the way on solid food but you should be making progress to be able to eat more because you can't handle a steak or pork chop if you're not to the capacity where you can accept it, where you can chew it, where you can eat it. You may need milk or food that has been pureed, food that goes down easier. But don't allow things that may seem as one thing to stop you from going to your next thing. Because when you got God inside of you and you hear his voice and he tells you to go anyway, go anyway because see if I would listen to everyone else and they didn't mean it from no different perspective or from no negative impact they just wanted me to be careful and be safe but see I had to go back 
and see what was inside of me. And this lets us know sometimes we seek approval from other people or seek other people's opinion. And it's not necessarily what we need. Because if I would have listened to the people that were concerned for me and cared for me, it did not go. I would have missed the opportunity to get that word that was so vital. I mean, you're talking about being able to swallow milk with hardly no difficulty. But when you're talking about eating solid food, you know, you got to take and chew it up. You know, it may take longer to process it. And then you got to be able to digest it. So it's a difference. So I just want to let you all know, don't let distractions, obstacles, people that may be concerned for you, maybe friends, it may be co-workers, it could be anyone that you trust that looks out for you, but they might not know that it's something deeper. Your mission may be more valuable than what you see in front of you. So don't always say that I'm hearing from God because sometimes you may not be hearing from God, but you may be confused. But just make sure you take that time of being stillness and don't sit and look for a reason not to, but look for a reason to go. So I took and switched it around. I'm thinking, well, I'm going to go if I have to go by myself. But it was me and my grandson. So I just hope that I relayed that to the way that I'm trying to present it because it is so deep and I just got such a blessing from my home pastor. And I'm so happy that I went anyway. So you all go anyway when you can't even see your way, when you don't even know what you are missing because God can't show you everything. And when he calls us home, we want to be ready. We don't have time to get prepared. We got to be prepared and ready to go. So make sure you, you know, change your food from from milk, from like a liquid to becoming more of a solid. And just because you stumble, you don't have to stop. Just go back and refocus and keep looking for the solid food. Because it's going to be hard to make it clear if you don't try to understand. You know, we got to be teachers and we need someone to teach us who have advanced, who knows more than what we know, because we need to know the truth of God's word. And we need to be able to help those that are in the process of learning more. So be blessed. I love you. And may you receive in whatever capacity that you need to receive it in. Goodbye. Amen. A good word. So many things that I was writing down. The very last thing that I wrote down of my list of things that I wrote down was just because you stumble doesn't mean you have to stop. Amen. So true. I call that double facts. Just because you stumble doesn't mean you have to stop. You don't have to stay where you have fallen down or where you laid down that you can get back up seven times seven times seven times seven and again 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 in dance class they say that the one thing that the students don't want to hear from the teacher is again again but it makes you better when we say again when god is our instructor he tells us again believe me he sees potential and he sees better for us amen 
one thing when we talked about 2 Timothy 1 and 7 is that we don't have the spirit of fear. And fear is a spirit. When you break it down and just look at it, fear is a spirit looking for a body in which to to live in, in which to be a to host that spirit. So fear is not created by God. So fear has to be has to come from the enemy, and it has to be bad for us. So God did not create the spirit of fear. So we have to shake the devil off. We have to evict the devil and we have to push past the devil and we will not accept fear in our life. I literally tell myself, I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. And I say it out loud because for some reason, when it's out loud, my spirit responds better to the audible portion. So if that's what you need to do, do that. I encourage you to get in God's face and to learn all about his goodness. When you sit down and you eat with God and you're eating what he's serving, he will always fill your spirit. And I'm talking about your spirit. Fear is a spirit. And so we need to make sure that we are feeding our spirit, you know, our godly spirit. And so in order for us to really eat, we must be still and know that he is God. We must do that. Distractions as a uh, Sarah Jakes, she recently, in a sermon that I watched, Sarah Jakes, she said distractions, and she described it as losing attraction. For some reason, what you were focused on, you've, you've, you've looked away, and now you are off track. Distractions will pull you off or draw you away from your focus. Let me repeat this last part again, because somebody needs it for their notes. Again, distractions will pull you off or draw you away from your focus. Amen. So let's keep going in the ways of the Lord. Let's keep doing doing what we need to do in order to go away and be in the face of God. Go away and so you can sit at his table and listen and eat. If you you've ever had a friend or a mentor or someone that you looked up to and they're and they're talking like I imagine myself Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus like I want to hear it all I want to hear everything I'm literally glued to their face every single word that comes out I, I, I wish I had an audio recording device right then and there because I don't even want to look away and write my notes down I just want to look at them I again I'm like I feel like I can listen better if I can see their face see their mouth and you know we went through this whole pandemic thing where people had their mouths covered and I felt like most of us were going around saying what what because we couldn't see their mouth like our hearing like it's like part of our hearing comes from seeing part of our hearing comes from experience so get in God's face go away with God and learn more about him and exactly he will show you what it is that he has for you amen amen if you heard a little noise um, a few minutes ago that was me that was me trying to move around um, without coughing so that was me trying to, you know, be quiet, but I wasn't, but that's just how it is. God said, do not, do not redo it. Just keep going. So that's what I'm going to do. And you may be in situations like that too, where God is like, just keep going, just keep going. So that's what I'm going to do. So make sure you share this, find the link if you can and share it with three people. Be a blessing today. Be a blessing to somebody. Sometimes what you send will be the very thing that somebody needs. God put your God put them on your heart for a re reason. We love you so much. We look forward to sharing with you again next time on Exercising Your Faith podcast. Be blessed. Shalom.